Welcome to Shas Illuminated. Please enjoy the following shear. Today's Amud is Daf Chof Bez Amud Bez, and we're actually up to the first word on Daf Chof Bez Amud Bez. Let's just chazer where we're holding so that we can start the Amud with clarity. We've been learning a fundamental machlaikis between Rabavahu and Chizkiah. And it's very important to have this nekuda very clear because this will make the entire Amud flow easily. Rabavahu holds that when it says in the Torah, Lo yoichal not to eat something, it means not to have hana. Chizkiah holds that when it says in the Torah not to eat something, it just means not to eat it. If there's an Isr Hano, there will be an additional drasha. When it comes to Chametz, Chizkiah says that we know it's Asr Bahano because instead of saying Lo Yoichal, that it should, you should not eat it, it says Lo Yeochel, that food shouldn't come from it. So we learn out that even to sell it and to make some money that you could buy food is called getting Hana. So we learn out that by Chametz you cannot get Hana. So it comes out, and this Nekuda is very important for today's Amr, that according to Rabbi any form of don't eat it means don't have Hana. According to Chizkiah, usually any form of lo yoichal means don't eat it, and you can have ano, unless it says lo yeochel, that unique lashon of yeochel means lo yehei boi heter achilo, which means that you can't have ano. Okay, now last time, we ended off the Omad yesterday, we ended off the Omad last time, by saying that according to Rebavo, the Torah says not to eat dam, not to consume blood, and we know that it is mutter to have hana from dam. And we said the reason why, according to Chizkiah, it makes sense that it's mutter to have hana from dam, because the Pasuk says not to eat it, and not, and not don't eat it means don't eat it. Hana is allowed. But according to Rabbi Vo, that don't eat it means don't have Hana. So how do you know that you're allowed to have Hana from blood? So we said because of a comparison that we find in the Pasuk. That the Torah says that you should not eat, eat dam. And it says, <laughs> You should spill it onto the ground like water. From the fact that it says like water, we learn out that the iser uh, that with the iser of dam has something in common with water. Just like water is something that's mutter bahana, that it's permissible to have hana, so to dam is mutter to have hana. You can't drink it, but you can have hana just like you can have hana from water. The problem is that according to Chizkiah who says that when it says not to eat something, that's what it means, don't eat it, but you can have ana. So what's the point of the comparison between blood and water? And that's where our Amud begins. And we say as follows, And according to Lemayim. For what halacha is dam compared to water? Why do we need dam to be compared to water? 
says the Gemara Lekidah Rabchiyo Barabba. It's for the din of Rabchiyo Barabba. The Omar Rabchiyo Barabba, Omar Rabbi Yochanan, because Rabchiyo Barabba said in the name of Rabbi Yochanan, you may remember this Gemara from the Sugya of Rabchanina Skana Koyanim. Rabchiyo Barabba says in the name of Rabbi Yochanan, Minayin Ledam Kodshim She'enoi Machshir. How do you know that even though usually blood is one of the seven mashkim and it has the capacity to make food, solid food, muhsher lekabel tumah, roi to become tameh, because solid food does not become tameh unless it becomes wet first and that makes it muhsher prepared to become tameh. However, Rabchiyah Bar Abba said in the name of Rabbi Yochanan, Minayim Ladam Kodshim. How do you know that the special blood of Karbonois, the dam of the Karbonois, She'enoi Machshir, it does not make food, Muchshir Lekabel Tumah, Shenemar, as the Pasuk says, our Pasuk that we're discussing, Lenu, don't eat it, referring to dam, Al ha'oretz tishpechenu kamoyim. You should spill it on the ground like water. Comparing to water, says the Gemara. Dam shenishpach kamayim machshir. Blood that can be spilled like water, that I can just get rid of it. That's one of the. That's similar to water. That it's machshir. But if it cannot be spilled like water, like the blood of Kodshim which was collected and put onto the Mizbeach, that does not make food So that's how we resolve according to Chizkiah. So yesterday we did, we did the case of... Um, of Giranoshe, we did a case of Dam, which we, which we finished up today, and now we go on to another halacha where there's an Isser Achila. What about Aver Menachai? What about eating meat that comes from an animal that was severed off the animal while the animal was alive? Which we know is not only a serious Isser, but it's also one of the Sheva Mitzvahs, B'nai Noyach, it's a very serious Isser. So, Eber Menachai, Dechsiv, the Pasuk tells us, Lo Yisoychal HaNefesh Im HaBasar. Do not eat the Nefesh, the soul, with the meat. Chazal understand that to mean, don't eat Eber Menachai. Don't eat meat that still has the Nefesh attached to it. Okay, now what do we know about Eber Menachai? Says the Gemara, let's analyze this. Vitanya, we learned in a Brisa. The Brisa says, Rabbi Nosen Oimer Reb Nosen says, Minayin shalo yoishit odom kois yayin lenozir ve'ever menachai l'bnei noyach. How do we know that a person should not pass, should not give over a cup of wine to a nazir? A nazir is someone who made a specific type of neder which prohibits him from consuming wine. And you also should not give Eber Menachai to, 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 even to a, to a non-Jew. 
So how do you know that you shouldn't hand these prohibited items to someone who is prohibited to drink or to consume these items? Talmud Loimar the Pasuk says, V'lifnei Iver, and in front of a blind person, loy sitein michshol. You should not put a stumbling block. So we understand it says don't put a stumbling block in front of a blind person. It means don't cause a person to stumble and to end up violating an iser. So don't hand a nazir wine. Don't hand a person aver menachai. So what do you see from there? The issue with giving over Aver Menachai to a guy is the fact that the guy is prohibited from eating the Aver Menachai. But the Hana, the benefit of giving it to a guy, that's not a problem. So the Gemara is Medayak Holiklovim. So what about two dogs? What if I want to feed the the Aver Menachai to a dog? A dog certainly is not prohibited from eating Aver Menachai. So Shari, that would be Mutter. So how could that be? The Torah tells us, Don't 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 eat the nefesh with the basar. In other words, don't eat Aver Menachai. Um, according to Rabbi Avo, this is a little interesting, the Gemara kind of jumps back to Rabbi Avo for a brief moment here. According to Rabbi Avo, um, when the Torah says, don't eat the nefesh with the basar, don't eat Aver Menachai, it means don't have Hana. So if it means don't have Hana, so how come you're allowed to give it to a dog? That's having Hana, you're feeding your dog. You're gaining, you're benefiting from it. Zokti Gemara Shani Ever Menachai. Ever Menachai is different. The regular klal, according to Rabavo, that when it says don't eat it, it means don't eat it and don't have hano, don't benefit from it. But Ever Menachai is different. The Iskish Lidam. Because there is a connection, the Torah connects the concept of the Isser, of eating Dam, with the concept of Ever Menachai. We'll see the connection in a second. And because the Torah connects Ever Menachai to Dam, we understand that just like Dam is permitted to have Hana, even though you're not allowed to drink it, so to Ever Menachai is permitted to have Hana, even though you're not allowed to eat it. Where do you see a connection between Dam and Ever Menachai? Because the Pasuk says, the Pasuk we mentioned earlier has a first half to it. The first half of the Pasuk that we said earlier, which is referring to Eber Menachai, is, as the Pasuk says, Rather, you should strengthen yourself. Not to consume blood, because blood is associated with the nefesh. And the next words after that, the Gemara doesn't finish the sentence, but the next words after that is, Don't eat. Okay. So now we know that according to Rabavo, the reason that you are allowed to have Hana from Eber Menachai is because the Pasuk is significant in that it connects in one Pasuk the Isser of Dam and the Isser of Eber Menachai. So just like Dam is permitted to have Hana, Eber Menachai is permitted to have Hana. The obvious question is, what about according to Chizkiah? 
according to Chizkiyo, we don't need Avram and Achai to be compared to Dam, because all the Torah says is don't eat Avram and Achai, which according to Chizkiyo means don't eat Avram and Achai. Hano would be mutter. So Ule Chizkiyo, according to Chizkiyo, Lamai Hilchasa Iskish Avram and Achai Ledam. For what halacha, why is Avram and Achai connected to Dam? So the Gemara says, um, Chizkiah will say as follows, Omar Lecha, he will say to you, No, um, Avram and Achai is not connected to Dam. We don't learn out Dinim of Avram and Achai from Dam. It's the opposite, my friend. We learn out Dinim of Dam from Avram and Achai. Dam hu de'iskesh le'Avram and Achai. It's Dam that's connected to Avram and Achai. Ma Aver Menachai Osir, just like Aver Menachai is Osir, a limb, meat from a living animal is Osir, Afdam Menachai Osir, blood from a live animal is Osir. Rashi says that because of the way the Psukim express the Isser of drinking Dam, you might think that it's only when you're doing it by way of killing the animal, of shechting the animal, that that blood is usser. But if you do bloodletting and you pull some blood, you, you withdraw some blood from an animal while the animal is alive, that you might think is not usser. And that's what we compare to Aver Menachai. Ma Aver Menachai usser, just like Aver Menachai is usser. Afdam Menachai usser. So to blood from a live animal is usser. Ve'eze, and which type of dam from a live animal is usser? Ze dam This is the dam of bloodletting. And Rashi tells us that there are different stages in the process of bloodletting. And there's one particular stage where the, the, the blood is coming forcefully out of the animal that's called shehanefesh yoytzeis boy, that the soul comes out with it. It's, it's tied into the chios of the animal. And we learn out that that is usher to drink as well. Okay, so we finish discussing Aver Min Hachai. We go on to another topic, also comparing to the Yisaydais that we learned from Chizkiah and Rebavo. Zok di Gemara, v'harei shor haniskel. What about a shor that is getting skila, that is getting stoned? What could an animal do to deserve to be stoned? The answer is that when an animal kills a human being, we react by, by killing the animal. And that, that's called um, a shor haniskal, a shor that gets skila. The Rachmana Omar, the Torah says about a shor haniskal in Parshas Mishpatim, lo yei ochel es besaroi, that its flesh should not be consumed. 
Okay, now I want to point out this word yeochel, not just lo yoichales besaroi, which according to Rabavo means don't eat and don't have hanah, but even Chizkia agrees that when it says yeochel, it means don't have hanah. Let's, let's, let the Gemara unfold, but let's keep that in our back pocket. So to use, it's important information in the next few lines. Vitanya. And it says in a brisa, "Mimash mashanemar sokol yisokel hashor." From the fact that it says that you should give the shor skila that the shor is stoned, so any yodeya shehinevela. Don't I know that um, it's you know it's so funny I I feel like in today's day and age I have to explain that when I say the shor is stoned I don't mean that it's high I mean that it's killed. Um, don't I know that it's a nevela if it says to stone if it says to give skila to a shor so obviously that shor is going to be a nevela right it's not going to be you're not going to be able to eat that animal it wasn't shechted. Unavela asura ba'achila and an avela is also to eat. So ma talmud loimar lo yeochel. So why does the Torah tell me don't eat the shur? I mean, obviously I can't eat it. It didn't have shchita. So the Gemara tells us a fascinating din. Magid lecha hakosov. The Torah tells you sheim shochat leachar shenigmar dinay. Let's say Bezdin decides that this shor needs to be stoned, needs skila. And, and somebody goes into the place where that animal that's about to be stoned is being stored and saves the animal and shechts it in order to eat. So now it had a kosher shrita, it had a gzeras misa on it, and it had a kosher shrita. So don't tell me that it's a nevela, it's not a nevela. It had a kosher shrita, but still, because it says lo yeochelas besore, we know, she'im shochtoi la'achar shenigmar dinai, that if you shecht it after the gmar din, oser, that it's oser. And aimly ella ba'achila. The, the Brisa goes on to say, uh, from this I would only think that you're not allowed to eat the Shor HaNiskel. And how do I know that a Shor HaNiskel is Aser Bahano? You can't have any benefit from it whatsoever. So the Brisa says, Talmud Loimar, because the Pasuk says, Ubal HaShor Naki. It says the Bal HaShor, the word Naki, he's like clean. What does that mean? The owner of the shor is clean. What does that mean? My mashma. What, what is this mashma? Shimon ben Zoyma Oimer. Shimon ben Zoyma says that it's ke'odam she'oimer lechaveri. The bala shor is clean. It's a little bit like, like in English we have the phrase when you say someone lost all his money or somebody stole all of someone's money, you say that they cleaned him out or that he's cleaned. So we apparently you have that phraseology in 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 Lashon Kodesh as well. It's like a person that says to his friend, That person was cleaned out from his nechasim, meaning he has no benefit from them whatsoever. 
So the lashon of Balashor Naki is that the, if a person's axe kills someone, the owner of the shar is cleaned out. He's Naki. He has no benefit from this animal whatsoever. Now, Rabbi Say, it's true, the Brisa says a great drasha, Balashor Naki, that we know you can't have Hano from a shar anisko, but what do you need that drasha? It says, And both according to Chizkiah and according to Rabbavo, should mean that you cannot have Ano. Frekti Gemara. Taimo de Kosav the reason that we know that it's Asr Ba'ano is because the Pasuk says Ubala Shornoki. De'imi lo ochel, so it follows that the Gemara is telling us that from lo ochel alone, Isr achilo mashma, Isr hano loy mashma, that lo ochel means that you can't eat it, but it doesn't mean that you can't have hano. So it's a kasha on both Rabavo and Chizkiah. Zokti Gemara, you are right. Lo oilam lo yeyochel iser achilo v'iser hano mashma. You are correct. Lo yeyochel means both the iser and iser achilo and the iser hano. What do we learn from Balashor Noki? Ubalashor Noki ta'iz lahanoas oiroi huda osa. It's coming to say, when we say it's to saying that he was cleaned out, that you can't have Hano, it does, of course, the fact that you can't have Hano, we learn from Loye Achel. The only thing is that there's Mokoim to say, perhaps, that you can have Hano from the hides, from the skins of the animal. Why would I think that? So the Gemara says as follows. Zakti Gemara. Balashor Noki Lahanoas Oiroi Huda Osa Balashor Noki comes for, because it's discussing the benefit from the um, a benefit from the Oiroi's from the hides the itstrich and and you would need a pasuk for that because Salka Daitech Amina I would have thought that what does the pasuk tell us it says Lo Yeochel Es Besoroi that the meat of the animal should not be eaten or should not have hanor. in um, I might think that this is good. This is besaroi, but oiroi not. Komash malon. We see from here that that is not the case. We see from here that even oiroi you cannot have hanor from. So basically, what the Gemara is saying at this point. Is that when it says lo yeochel es besaroi regarding a sharaniskal, it means you can't eat it. If it was shechted and you can't benefit from it, you can't have hano. And balashar noki is just adding that even the oirois, you can't have hano from despite the fact that the pasuk said lo yeochel es besaroi, it's lavdafka besaroi, but it's any part of the animal at all. It's frekti gemara. The Gemara asks, What about those Tanoim that we're aware of, that learn out, they learn out, that Pasuk of Balashor Noki, 
they learn how to tell me other dinim, to tell me the din of chatsi koifer and demei vladois. The chatsi koifer means like this, that, that, um, there's a din that if a shor, okay, let's, let's just, let's back up another step. When a, when a shor is mazik in an aggressive way, so the first three times that it's mazik, it's unexpected, um, and it's not the, the teva of a behemoth to be mazik in a very aggressive way, so it's considered a surprise. And because it's considered a surprise, you do not pay nezek shalem, you do not pay the full amount of the damage, but rather you pay chatzi nezek, you pay half the nezek. Once the animal does it three times, so it's called a shor hamuad. It's a warned shor, and a shor hamuad is treated differently, and you have to take, you have to watch it more carefully, and if it breaks out and is mazik in a way that that we say that you did not watch it carefully enough, you have to pay what we call nezek shalem, the full amount of the damage. Now, if a shor hamuad kills someone, so then there's such a thing you don't you don't kill the owner of the shor, but we consider the owner of the shor somewhat responsible, and the Torah says that therefore the owner has to pay kaifer, he has to pay like a kapara for the person that was killed. Now, the you might have a hava amina that if a shor tam kills someone, that the person has to pay half kaifer. But this Balashar Naki is coming to say the Balashar is clean. He does not have to pay uh, half Kaifer. And the May Vladais also is an Isser when you have a Shar and it, it, it gores, it mazik a pregnant woman and she miscarries. So you would also have a Hava Amina that by a Shar Tam you have responsi- you have to also take responsibility for the Dmei Vladais. For the, for the value, for what we understand to be the value of these children that were killed by mistake. And, uh, and we see from Bala Sharnaki that you do not have to pay for that. So if you're learning out these other drushas from Bala Sharnaki, Hanoas Oiroi Minolahu, how do you know that you're not allowed to have Hanoah from the Oirois? So we say, according to those shitas that learn out from Balashar Naki, to pater from Chatzi Koifer and Demei Vlodois, Nafkalahu, they learn out the Isser Hanoah from the hides, may es besaroi, from the added word es besaroi, loye ochel es besaroi, the S is a word that doesn't really have a direct definition. It's a riboy. It's a, it's a word that some people may translate it as the, but that's not really what it is. It's like a way of pointing out the thing that we're talking about. Like Bereshus Baruch Eloikim in the first puzzle in the Torah, Hashem created S Hashemayim. S the Shemayim. The S Ha'aretz. It's a way of pointing of of being madgish, the thing that we're talking about in Lashon Kodesh. And the understanding is that if it says S, it's coming to include something. Something that comes along with it. The word S also could mean with. That it comes like, like itai. 
it comes along with it. So, lo yeochel es b'sarei means you should not have hanah from the flesh, and es b'sarei, and from something that comes along with the flesh. So, so, so that's how you would know that you also can't have hanah from the oirois. May, um, nafkaluhu, we learn it out, may es b'sarei, es b'sarei, es hatofele b'sarei, even that thing that's, uh, that's, a, that's a part of b'sarei, meaning the oirois. What about the other Banda Umrim that don't use Ubala Sharnaki for Chatsi Kaifer and Mevlades and they use it to say that you can't have Hanoch from the Ur? So what do they do with that extra S of Loye Ochel S Besaroi? The Idoch and the other Shita holds S Loy Dorish. That you don't darshan S's. The idea that you darshan an S is not correct. You do not darshan S to include anything else. Where do we see a machlaikis? Whether or not we darshan S, Zakti Gemara, Kidetanya, like we learned in a Brysa, very fascinating Brysa, Shimon Ha'amsoini. Uh, this Bryce is either about Shimon Ha'amsaini or Nechemya Ha'amsaini. He went through the Torah starting from Es HaShomayim in the first Pasuk of the Torah and he darshaned what's being included with that extra S. He held that you could darshan these S's. Es HaShomayim is to be marba this. Es HaOretz is to be marba that. And every S in the Torah until he got to the end of the, towards the end of the Torah in Chumash Devarim. Kivon Shehigiyah, when he reached the Pasuk, he already did the whole Chumash Bereshes, Chumash Shemais, Chumash Vayikra, Chumash Bamidbar, he started Chumash Devarim. And he got to the Pasuk, Es Hashem Tira, that you should have awe from Hashem, and it says Es. And he was suddenly stopped and he said, one second, there's nothing, chas v'shalom, we can't add a riboy onto awe of Hashem. There's nothing that stands with Hashem. So Piresh, he stopped. His Talmidim were horrified. Amrulay Talmidov, his Talmidim said to him, Rabbi, kol esim shadarashta, what about all the esim that you darshan? Ma alayim, what's going to be with them? Omar Lohem, he said to them, my, my Talmidim, Kishem Shekibalti Schar Aladrisha, just like I got Schar for darshaning all the S's until now. Kachani Mekabel Schar Al Haprisha, so too I'm Mekabel Schar for stopping to darshan the S's. I no longer hold that we should darshan S. Ah, and the Brysa ends fascinating. Ad Shabo Rabbi Akiva Vidorash. Until Rabbi Akiva's came, and Rabbi Akiva darshaned es Hashem Kecho tira lerabois talmidei chachamim. Es Hashem Kecho tira is to be marbe talmidei chachamim that we should have awe from talmidei chachamim. And Rabbi Akiva felt that that is not the that that is not considered a bizayin or any kind of affront to the to the covet for Hashem, because the reason that you have to show honor to have awe from Talmud Rechamim is because they represent the year from Hashem, because they are the ones who learn Hashem's Torah in this world. So therefore, Rabbi Akiva was able to say, is Talmidei Chachamim. Let's learn, let's start the next topic, just a few more lines as we get to the bottom of the Amud. Bahare Arla, Frakti Gemara, what about Arla?
So Arla is a halacha that when a fruit tree is planted, the fruits that are produced during the first three years of the tree's life are Usr Ba'achila. We do not eat those fruits. And we'll see soon in Isr Hano as well. That's what the, this sugi is about. Vahare Arla, and what about Arla? Dirachmono, Omar the Torah says, Arelim lo ye ochel. That those fruits, the first three years, are off limits. They should not be eaten. Vitanya, and we learned in a brisa, Arelim lo ye ochel ein liela Isr Achila. You might think that that merely means that you cannot have, you cannot eat the Peros of a, of a fruit tree for three years. How do we know that you should not benefit from it? That you shouldn't use the, the klipos, the, the peels, the shells to turn into dye, to dye clothing with. And you shouldn't use the shemen from Arla to, to be oil for a ner and so on. Talmud Leimar, the Pasuk, tells us a tremendous riboy about Orla va'araltem orlosoi arelem lo yeochel. It says a double, triple lashon of, of, of Orla. Le Rabbi says kulam, that extra riboy is marbe, all the types of things that you might think that you'd be able to benefit from, and shows that there's an absolute iser hanoah. Frakti Gemara, one second. It says, Arelim lo ye ochel. According to both Chizkiah and Rabavo, that means that you can't have Hana. So why do you need this riboy of Araltem or Losoy Arelim? Frakti Gemara, time of the cost of Rahmana of Araltem or Losoy Arelim. This is because the Torah says, Araltem or Losoy Arelim or Lavhochi, but if not for that, Hava Amina. I would think, Isra Achila Mashma, that it means, in Isser Achila, I would think it means when it says Lo Yeochel that you're not allowed to eat it. Isser Hano Lo Mashma, and it do, but it does not mean in Isser Hano. So so, and that's why you need the extra drush of Araltem or Losay Arelim. What about what happened to Chizkiya and Rabavo, who both say that just the word Lo Yeochel itself means that you can't have Hano. You don't need added. Ribuyim loye ochel tells me that not only can't I eat it, but I can't have ano from it. Zokdi Gemara le oilom loye ochel mashma bein israchilo bein israno. Really, Rechizkia and Rabavo do not back down. Loye ochel means don't eat it and don't have ano. But over here, you need an additional drasha. Vishani hasam over there by Arla, it's different. Tichsev lochem. It says lochem in the Torah, in the in the Torah, um, that it's arelim lochem, that it's arla for you. So the for you makes it sound like there's something about this arla that's still mine. Perhaps that means that I could have hano. And the itzruch, and you need it. I would think I would think that maybe since it says that it should be yours that at least you should be able to benefit from it that's why you need the extra drasha to tell you not to use to tell you that you're allowed to have Hano from it now what we should use for that will be the subject of the next Gemara 
as next time as we go on to Dafchav Gimel Amar Aleph. You have been listening to a shear from ShasIlluminated.org. For other shiurim on many topics, or to hear an Eon shear on any daf in Shas, including Myra McClaimus on each shear, please visit www.shasilluminated.org. To order CDs or for more information, please call 203-312-SHAS. That's 203-312-7427. Or email info at shasilluminated.org.